Hello and welcome to Super Fantastic Terrific. My name's Russ Sterling. I'm Brad Chowan, and to the left of me is an empty chair. Crickets. Crickets. Unfortunately, Andy mm. Wenger, who picked the movie that we were going to talk about tonight, is stuck up in Los Angeles. Yes, and uh, you know, nebulous, uh, stuck in Los <laughs> Angeles. <laughs> we were determining what that meant, and it may mean he was sitting on his couch, yes, uh, and with no clothes on, and forgot that we were podcasting. Or he could actually be stuck. He in could Los actually Angeles. be stuck in LA. So we're not going to we're not going to judge and put past judgment, but we'll probably be skipping the movie. We, we mentioned it anyway that it could be either one. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll be skipping the movie we were going to talk about, which is Bone Tomahawk. It's a low budget um, western movie starring Kurt Russell and. Um, very gritty. That's the movie Andy had picked. Russell um, dodged a bullet because he hadn't actually finished watching the movie before we were going to even podcast. Yes, uh, here on the screen was Matthew Fox with uh, his hand cut off. Spoiler. Yeah, he literally uh, had like 20 minutes left probably. Yeah, so it's it's getting close. But it's it, getting close. We'll do that next I'll time. I'll say it's, it's been a tough tough go for me, you know, just because it's not the it's not the laugh-a-minute uh, you know, full action movie that I would uh, I usually, I'm used to nowadays, yeah. you know? <laughs> But anyway, we don't got that's, that's enough of that. We'll go. We'll go back into more of that when Andy. But anyway, here. the unfortunate problem was I. I was going to segue because we were going to talk about Bone Tomahawk. And then we were going to get into the badassery of uh, Kurt Russell over the years, like the his badass roles. Sure. And yeah, I had a great segue set up for the other part of what we were going to talk about because unfortunately we just recently had the passing of Bill Paxson, one of my favorite, way too early. One of my favorite like character oh, B yes. actors. Of all time, I mean, he's just he's just great, and whatever he, you know, he he play, he's in. He never has usually a big role other than Twister. Twister, he was the which, star, which is phenomenal. And even um, when he died, did you hear that what happened? No, like the guy, all the Storm Chaser guys, like um, created a BP with their GPSs, like in tribute to him, because like I guess like the Storm Chasers were like so proud of what he did for their business from that movie that they like like looked up to him and did like a tribute to him. So. They paid honor to him with their GPS tracking storm chaser. So yeah, things. it was yeah they do those kinds of things and yeah. not that you could ever see it because it's all virtual. Oh and no, it's yeah. all like online. Well, they could probably see it on, on like little... a, on like a website yeah. if you set a certain number of certain coordinates in, yeah. you'd see a BP. Okay, well that's that's nice. But anyway, so I'll, my my segue was going to be from talking about Tombstone. Tombstone. I was going to say because he was in the a Tombstone, another great western. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Starring Kurt Russell. It was and Kurt Russell was a Wyatt Earp. Right. And his brother, Morgan, was Bill Paxson in that movie. Yep. So it was going to be a perfect transition. Unfortunately, you know, I didn't get to play with my little segue. So <laughs> we'll just go right into it. I just thought that so, was going to be a Bone Tomahawk, se- Bill Paxton. Sucks that he died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, no. So, so Bill Paxton, he was 61 years old. Yeah. And, I mean, just ridiculously young to die. Yeah. But he... Died from complications of a surgery. Yeah. Which, I mean, really, anybody, and it can happen to yeah. anybody. And I think it was ended up being, I read, a stroke. Yeah. At, at yeah so, I mean, you but know. It was just like, you know, another one of those shocking deaths. And you're like, oh my God, I just, you know, he was just recently on um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the very first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Remember? He played um, the Garrett character who was a part of Hydra oh, that Ward right. was working that's under. That's right. Oh my so gosh. He, he played a great role on S.H.I.E.L.D., and that was like one of the more recent things he'd done. And, uh, yeah, he was actually currently doing some TV show. He was in the middle of filming um, something. was basically a TV version of Training Day. You know the movie Training Day? Oh, with uh, was it uh, Denzel Washington? Yeah, well, he was in a yeah. TV version of that that was just airing now. So I don't even know if they oh. finished the season. So it's yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But it just made me think of like 
oh, all the great roles that you know Bill Paxton's been in. Oh, so you've got you've got a comprehensive a list, list here. And actually, just the other night, um, Weird Science happened to be on. And oh, I, and I found myself watching it. You know, and just thinking that he had just died, it might be the reason why it was on TBS. That's probably so, why. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, and and I love. And we've was talked that about like, 1989. Was that Nin- 1985? 85 was, was it really? Yes. Oh wow, I'm and, just off there. Wow. And Weird Science was just like we've talked about it before. I love that movie. We talked about it in one of the ones that I would love to see an update of, just because special effects have come so far. Right. We've you talked know, about how it's basically a naughty version of Mary Poppins. Yes, it is. You know, she basically yes. she, she comes to help them fix their lives, and then she's off. You know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and um, but but was a, I think that was the first time we ever saw. Oh yeah, Bill the fir- Paxton the first, in, in the Chet character. The first thing I noticed him in was the is that the evil older brother. Oh, he just, Chet. He's and he, was he back from the military? Is yeah, he was back is? from the military. Has this horrible, crazy oh, buzz cut. He's got he's got the flat top, which yeah. I I had in junior high school. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yes. He and, he, and he's just like threatening them, and you know, blowing smoke in their face. The the two nerds, and and of course he gets turned into the Job of the Hut looking yes. creature by. Uh, he's a giant. He's a giant. Piece of shit, if I remember yeah, I'm a giant turd. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first big classic um, role, but he killed it in that in that role. He was really, so I mean, really, I I don't know how many times in a year I will, uh, you know, the kids say, yeah. "Oh, am I feeling so good?" And yeah. I go, "Yeah." How about a nicey grease pork sandwich <laughs> served in a dirty ashtray? Exactly. <laughs> or you know, if I you know, if my cup is on there on the table, I'm like, "You spitting this?" <laughs> You know, and they have no idea what I'm talking about yeah. because I, I 80s movie reference. 80s movies, they weren't around. number one and number two. I probably have. They haven't seen it, and I haven't shown it to them yeah. yet. It's one of those ones. I'll wait till they're 13. You know, before I, you know, with the whole boob making scene, I'm like, okay, yeah. forget. It. I'll just I'll, I'll wait for weird science. But, <laughs> but you know, again, just such a memorable role. role and it, it kind of set him up for a bunch of memorable. You know, B type. He wasn't like I said. Other than Twister, most often he wasn't the lead. He was like a side character, right. but always like a really good one. Yeah. The next big one that would come to mind, of course, is my favorite Bill Paxton role, which is in Aliens. And, oh man! And, and, and you know what? It seems like every he always has just the most memorable lines. Oh yeah. It's and like, what was the big one in in Aliens? Oh or? well, basically because they're this, these kick ass Marines, but then he starts like whining and crying like a girl practically. Oh man. Oh, He's all, man. Game it's over, man. Game, game over. Game We're over. toast, man. Oh, it's right. We're totally dead, man. And he just like he, he just goes into this whole thing about how they're that's they're right. not going to survive, and he's like that's right. whining and crying. But there's another funny connection to that because, as you know, well, you know, but I the know. audience doesn't. I just recently had a baby. Yes, you did. That's since between the last podcast and now. Yes, there's one more, one more, a little more, dude in your family. One more little dude, and his, and he goes by the name of Hudson. Hmm. So the funny thing is, when Kim first was mentioning names, we she had all these names in her mind. Um, Hudson was like one of the first boy names she came up with, and and I, of course, being a movie buff, the first thing I do is I make connections of you know sure. why certain names aren't good because this it was this character or it reminds me of this character or that character. Yeah, mine was always oh I knew a kid that with that name I hated him. Yeah, that was it, man. So she first said Hudson, I was like oh, oh Hudson Hawk. That was Hudson one of, Hawk. That was one of no, like Bruce the Willis biggest at his finest. One of the biggest box office bombs. That's right. You know, but not a bad movie though. I, yeah, I I, got bar- I barely remember, but it wasn't terrible. But it did terrible at the box oh, office and right. it cost a fortune. So I, that was my first thought was Hudson Hawk. But then she showed me this list of like a hundred baby names and I didn't like any of them either. 
And so, so I, what's the number one baby name nowadays? Remember? Oh God, I don't know. They're just it's I can't remember. There's so many made up names nowadays. I could call it's, Kim. She probably nuts. could give you the top twenty off the top of her head. <laughs> she was like it really into the baby name thing. But then I was convinced. You know, I slowly started like Hudson. We started seeing signs like the Eiffel Tower. You know, my Eiffel Tower theory thing. Oh, absolutely, see, absolutely. We would see these these girl names that we had picked out and boy names, and Hudson was always popping up and popping up. And then I realized there were other connections. There was the Paul Newman movie HUD. Classic uh, Paul right. Newman movie from back in the day. Oh, right. And then Paul Newman also played Doc Hudson in Cars. Cars. He was a Hudson <laughs> Hornet. So That's there right. were two Paul Newman, my my favorite actor besides Harrison. Harrison's my favorite, but Paul Newman's my what I would consider the best actor. Like Harrison right. Ford, I like Harrison because of the films he's been in more. But, but if I'm gonna go based on acting, like I would be Paul Newman. Paul, Paul Newman, Newman yeah, guy. just quality actor. Yeah, so anyway, absolutely. so there's so there's HUD. There's the Doc Hudson. There's the Disney connection. Then I was on a, on a plane. Not flight. the HUD that was the uh, the monsters in the sewer, right? Is that one? No, that was Chud. Chud. Was Chud. Chud? Yes, yes. Okay. So was he, your name was your, there was no there was no HUD like, monsters. His name's not Chudson. No, it's not Chudson. It's <laughs> okay. Hudson. So then you know, so those were the connections I made, and then we were on our plane flight last summer back from Hawaii, right after we had found out we were pregnant, and I'm watching this like four hour documentary. Were you pregnant before? We before Hawaii. We planned the trip as a. We're going to go and visit the bars of uh, Oahu and have a hooting good time. And Kim found out she was pregnant like literally um, probably three weeks before oh, our trip. Shit, so our trip kind of <laughs> changed. We still had a really good time, you know, still had fun in Hawaii, but it was a very different trip than the original trip. It wasn't just sh- she watching you uh, have all the drinks in all the bars of Oahu. Uh, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> but I, you know, but I, I tempered it down because, you know, when your wife's right. drinking a. Uh, you know, lemonade. You can't be like, oh, it's my fifth Mai Tai. <laughs> Give me another one. But anyway, I, on the plane back, there was a four-hour documentary on Walt Disney. You know, right. me with my okay. Mouse Minute and my Disney fandom. I had to watch this, you know, documentary on the free TV. And one of the original sponsors of the Disneyland TV show that was used to promote the park, there was a deal between ABC to help fund part of Disneyland that Walt would do a weekly TV show, which became the wonderful world of Disney and right. and Disney. It was originally called Disneyland. One of their sponsors was the Hudson Automobile Automobiles company. was yeah. one of the main sponsors. So then I started liking it more and more. And then then it clicked with me. Private Hudson. Hudson was Bill Paxson's character in Aliens. Ah, yes. So then I was sold. It's like I'm okay, one of my many. favorite movie ca- characters from a kick ass movie. You know? Did you have to go looking for that name, or did it? No, did you it actually come across it. I, Aliens was on one day, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, that's interesting. Hudson. Yeah, so you, so there was like, there was a lot of signs. Yeah, so that's another reason why, like you know, I just picked this name. I just had this baby, and All then right. Bill Paxton died. So it kind of clicked with me even more than it would have normally, probably, because I, I, you know, I associate now that name with that one classic character. Yep. That he was so good in that movie. He was just like he was like another great scene in that movie. Um, the android, uh, what's his name? He's been in thousands of movies. Uh, Lance Hendrickson played the android. Yes. Remember when he goes to do the he did the knife trick where he smashed the knife in between his fingers. Yes. And then they um, uh, grabbed Hudson's hand or Bill Paxton's hand and put it on the thing. Yes. And he starts doing it, and he's Hudson. And Bill Paxton's freaking out. He's like, "Oh, ah, he's just what are you doing, man? What are you doing?" And he's like, you know, he's totally screaming and freaking out. Great character. Great, yes. Great, great character. Another classic Bill. Bill but kind of over the top. I mean, really, he just the top. goes He's... into the that character and yeah. just like, what was just the nuttiest thing this guy could do? Or well, just about outlandish. But he starts out the movie. He's like, you know, totally macho. And he's making jokes at the, like, you know, 
<laughs> the lesbian Hispanic, you know, Marine. <laughs> That's right. And he's like, he's just like, you know, crude and rude. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the shit really happens and, and he starts freaking out, you know. Now, I'd freak out too if the aliens were coming. That was the minimum, yeah. But anyway, so there was another great movie by with him. And then, of course, we mentioned Tombstone. That was one of my favorite westerns. That, was, that year, actually, there were two Wyatt Earp movies. Wyatt Earp. Well, the other one was with uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, yeah. That was not, not as, as good. good, but probably more accurate, I think. Is yeah, what probably more accurate, for. but the one with Kurt Russell and uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. As, uh, uh, as yeah, a, Doc, Hollywood, Doc, uh, Doc, Doc Hollywood. That's Doc Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duck Holiday. That's Duck Holiday. That's what we want. Yes. And then Bill Paxson was the other Erp. So that was like a great, another great Bill Paxson side character. That was good. And then um, I guess we could go on to another one. True Lies. We talked about True Lies before when we did an Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast. Oh, okay. He was the uh, the fake. Uh, he was the sleazy car salesman yes. that was trying to um, seduce uh Arnold's wife. Oh, yes. No, and then Arnold was... took him for that little car ride. Oh, and... I think I beat myself. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's so and, good. and he had like the wig and everything. Everything about him was like a you know phony and false, and <laughs> that character like totally stood out in that you know great movie when we talked about it before oh, during gosh, the Arnold yes. podcast. So that was another another classic one that came up. So he was also, of course, we said Twister. Twister. Now you know I. This is when he kind of got his to his heights. Like Bill Paxton. I think Twister was probably the height of it. I mean, if you, you don't see a lot, in, he was the main character yeah. in that. And I mean, he, opposite Helen Hunt, Hunt, who was also very hot at that time. Yeah. And uh, another great actor in there was uh, uh, Philip Seymour Duncan. That yeah. was in, but that was just that was a great, great, great cast, and really he he was really good in that. Yeah. And uh, but they really, the, but the, the you can't say he was the main character though, because the main character in that movie was the the tornado. The tornado. You're right. And it was like it was like you know Sharknado. It was the, like the main character be- is the the effects. Yeah. And the you know the monster, the ridiculous effects, and. Uh, now I don't think you could remake that movie now. I, I just no. think because it's you know the Sharknado thing is just so ridiculous, mm. over the top. You know, a flying cow was like a one joke thing in that movie, and now there's flying you know sharks every time a storm hits. That's right. <laughs> they're doing number five. It's coming out this summer. You know that, right? Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're going to do it until. And, and uh, I I will probably watch it. Folds it's going to be it's going to be Shark Week, and I'm going to be watching probably five new bad shark movies. And they'll all once have... again we can do a whole other shark podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that was see, then he, he kind of got you know Twister was his big big break, but he was also in a couple other big movies right in that same time period. Apollo 13. He was one of the astronauts. That's right. In that. He was the guy. He was. Uh, yeah, that's right. He, and of course, he's the bookends of Titanic. He's the guy that was like going down looking for the. Um, the lost uh, jewel with the oh you know what yeah i forgot about that but yeah, yeah so he's like the opening and closing of that movie when they were going down take the old lady in the, back. you know the current day you yeah know, taking her back to the uh, the spot yeah so he's been in some you know big stuff and uh just you know a lot of other smaller stuff too but you know those were just like some of the ones that just like you know you just remember bill paxton you're gonna he's, he's one of those characters actors that like sticks out like i said yeah. He was even good. Did you see um, Edge of Tomorrow, the um, Tom Cruise movie, where he basically like relives the same day over right, and over again? Right. Yeah. He was like the um, sergeant in that too. Remember, like when he first gets to the base camp and he's yes, like he does. growling yes. at him, and I don't know. He just always brings it. I always felt that Bill Paxton brought it when he when he came came to a movie. Yeah, absolutely. So he brought the he brought the effort, and and I just thought you know, like I said, this was going to be just a smaller part of our our whole podcast, but I just thought you know we could still do a tribute to him tonight, so. Rest in peace, Bill Paxson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'd be. Uh, you can still watch his best at work. Yep. 
and uh, enjoy them for. There's some vampire movie that I don't think I ever saw that's supposed to be pretty interesting. It looks cheesy. I saw the trailer. It's called Near Dark. Um, that I might have to check out. Maybe I'll report back on that one because he, he was like a, one of the main characters. I guess he plays somebody who turns into a vampire and uh, does something. I posted the trailer on the Super Fantastic okay. page so you can check right. it out. So any other things that you could think of? I, I, I came up with a funny thing on Facebook that I thought would be worth... Um, well, I wanted to discuss with you what's happening on... Uh, you know, not that this is a Star Wars minute. Yeah, but uh, Star Wars Rebels. Have you? Are you up to date? I just got caught up on the last two episodes, literally before we came over. So here, I actually, I actually Jacob have... walked into the room and said, "Can we watch Rebels?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I got an hour." <laughs> so go. I, I've got one downstairs, which was like this last week, yeah. or this week, which I haven't watched yet. Okay, but uh, but 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 it's been a phenomenal season. Yeah. And uh, I just want to get your take on what's... Uh... The show is just slowly ramped up because when it very first started, I was kind of like, oh, this is good, but it's not as good as the Clone Wars. I love the Clone Wars. Clone Wars with the, you know, the Ahsoka Tano character. Yeah. It was just, just so, it was so riveting. Yeah, and I, the what, special effects were actually a little bit better. One of my sons, uh, Andrew, he's watched that sh- series like over five over. times. Yeah. And he just knows every word, every character, well, every bit of it. And then even after it got canceled, they released like the final, like nine completed episodes. Right. Oh, exactly. That it was like the law. Lost missions and oh, I love that. There was like a whole three-story Yoda arc that was like oh, really good. Got deep into the Force, but Rebels kind of started out slow, and it started out as just this ship of these like five characters. You know, think mm-hmm. of it as like a Firefly. You know, it's like Star Wars. We got Firefly, and Firefly begot Rebels, basically. That's right. Yeah, no, it feels very much like that. And then, um, you know, it started out as a Ragtag slow about group these of characters, and you Rebels. get a little bit of, of one character's story and a little bit of another one. It's now it's slowly built up where they've been building the rebellion, like piece by piece, season by season. You've gotten from where you were just following this one ship to now where it's like the fleet is starting to amass and get together, and it's tying right. into Rogue One and and they're bringing in like this season they brought in you know Saw Gerrera. Oh yes, and uh, and um and Thrawn and Thrawn from the books. Oh, right. my God, oh my god, Thrawn back to life. And then now, and now the, the episode you haven't watched yet has Wedge um, is like one of the main characters in that one with uh, the two robots. I think that's the one you probably haven't seen that's yet. Probably, I haven't seen that one. The one before that, though, they, they had to rescue and bring Mon Mothma. Um, they had like, you know, she denounced um, Emperor Palpatine. That's right. And left the Senate to basically form the rebellion. So it's it's gone from the small little show about a couple characters to where it's now it's like it's slowly leading up to the point of where – when the when the, when the series ends, it'll be probably like the day before uh, Rogue One. <laughs> now, I mean, we're talking though; it's going to be this season. It ends. This no, they season? got renewed for another season. one more season. One more so, season. I'm thinking one more season is probably it. Yeah, because it's getting close. I it's mean, getting closer and closer to the timeline of where um, A New Hope and Rogue One take place. Yeah, no, it's, I've been enjoying it a lot, and uh, but oh, next week. Next, oh, I see. There's a preview of what's happening next, next week. week. Is Maul, you know the whole thing where Maul was like found, when they when they when Maul and Ezra um, were looking into that uh, holocron, right? They, and they, and they were, saw the twin sons, right. and you're like, oh, twin sons! I know what planet uh, that is. What yeah. are they looking for? Well, Maul has been looking for Obi Wan. He wants to get some revenge on Obi Wan. Next week, you get to see the. I don't know how he aged so fast between the Clone Wars to 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 a New Hope, Obi Wan. Obviously, going to be kicking some oh, Maul's at, Maul right, ass, right? Because Obi Wan's in a New <laughs> Hope and Maul isn't. <laughs> oh, good. Because yeah, because that's been that's been leading up to that. It's been leading up to that, and so that's going to be next now. Week. And then the character. And the, that's not even the season finale. So oh, something else good is going to be bigger than that. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. No, but this, I'm just looking forward to what's happening uh-huh. with the. Uh, 
the um, the the Boba Fett style character woman. The the, the oh uh, Sabine. Sabine. Oh, the dark saber. The, the dark that was saber. Such a good episode. And what's happening with because with... at first she was a very like one dimensional character. You know, she likes spray painted on walls and blew a couple things up right. and had the funny hair color so that you know girls would probably want to buy the Sabine doll. <laughs> But she's kind of really developed now into this cool character, like where oh, you find out oh yeah, she kind of left, you know, her planet because you know she wanted to fight this. Right, her family was like going with the empire, yeah. and, and siding with them. Yeah, she goes back and is betrayed. Really. Yeah, that's true. And it by, got, by got her mother. Whole, it's like oh my god, and it got more into Mandalorian stuff and just like Mandalorian. I can't remember the name. Yeah, Mandalorian. Yes, good good stuff. So yeah, I think it's really ramping up well, and so. I think next year. I know they got renewed for next year. I'm assuming next year is going to be the last year. And it, I can't I, imagine I can't which timeline wise, like yeah. they, there's like, they have to get like smaller and smaller slices and yeah. like stories. You know, then they can't these big arcs. And, yeah. You know, where lots of time goes by, it yeah. seems like then you get closer and closer to that. But it's just it just becomes billion. such a bigger show. It's one of those shows. It's kind of like how Agents of Shield. A lot of people like were bored at the beginning. And almost I was, out. and I was, I yeah. was, and, and then you got, you got that second half of the first season. You're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And it just ramped up and got better and better. And I just think it's one of my favorite shows on TV right now. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, can, well, I just love it. That was my second thing I was going to ask you about since we're doing this. Did you this. see the most recent LMD um, episode? That was Abs- like, absolutely. I've seen oh. it all. I'm, I'm up to date. Good. That was so good. <laughs> the scene with uh, um, Fitz and Simmons. We're like you didn't know which who was which. Who was on it? I didn't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Saying, I'm thinking they're both not. I think they're both. I think I'm thinking neither one of them is. One of them's gonna like shoot the other one, and then they're gonna realize, oh, we're oh both my God, not. Was the real. Oh, that was so good. so well done. That, uh, that whole story arc was just so well done. Yeah, I didn't know what they're gonna do with the whole uh, you know the Ghost Rider in the first half of the yeah. season. Now this LMD, but it kind of led into it, and, the, and the, this was building up during that. Like so, the he- whole LMD thing was like kind of happening concurrently with the Ghost Rider arc. And then it led to the Darkhold, which you know, right? And I, and uh, the Darkhold's kind of been been the go through for the whole season. Now, and I, I, yeah, I, I'm not a character name guy. You can okay. tell by my, you know, what's that character name? Yeah. What's the uh, Boba Fett, you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 but the uh, the Doctor who who created the uh, Ada Ada. I mean, spoiler, she made, she killed him. Yeah, she sucked his brain into the machine and killed him. Agents of and, Shield has gotten so good that like. You never know what's going to happen. They're killing off major characters. Yeah, but, but in the they're thing. also to the point where, like, you never know really what's going to happen. Because there's, I was thinking for half the season that Ada was going to like turn good and like you know end up rescuing everybody, and then then totally didn't happen. It totally went the opposite direction. Uh, I did not expect were, that. There was like a scene with that Russian guy in the sub where he was like you know trying to torture people, and she kind of looked like she was like not. Happy yeah, with she was that. like, oh, I don't like what's going on here. Yeah, you know, and I was thinking that like at some point she was gonna her self awareness was going to turn and she was gonna. Like save the day, and instead she ends up killing her master and <laughs> sticking them all in the matrix. Basically, oh my gosh, it basically is the matrix, yeah. isn't it? The, and uh... then, of course, the spoiler for anyone who hasn't watched it: the ending where they all wake up in this happy virtual world. It's like and that's yeah. going to be the third part of the season. Now is going to probably take place in that. Oh my gosh, it's it's so good. And every every week, I'm just I'm just riveted. Sky wakes up to Ward. Oh, I knew that they were going to bring him back somehow. And uh, now, how? Now, that's what I didn't figure out. How did they were able to inject? It was like they were on the, uh, you know, uh, they were injecting themselves into the Matrix, basically. Yeah. Well, basically, this whole—it's like a whole virtual world of all of Earth that they've created, and and there's and you can think of themselves as avatars, like uh, the supposedly um, Sky and uh, uh, what's her name Simmons. 
Yeah. Simmons. Simmons. We're going to go into their avatars in this world. But basically, the world contains everybody. And now, hold on. It's like, it's like think of the movie 13th Floor. It's like a, it's like another, like a, it's like a digital version. And then you realize, oh, I, I'm in a digital version of, of a higher world kind of thing. Okay, but this is, I don't know how this is going to work out here. Because at the end of that last episode Gemma I watched, had a Gemma, Gemma was dead. Yeah. How's that going to work out? I have no clue. It, that's... we got to wait till April 4th to find oh, out. Oh, it's killing me. Yes. This whole this whole third, I, but I, you know what? I really enjoy this. Uh, these this chunked up like three yeah. story like these story arcs. They're a little bit longer than like yeah. one episode because I think that was part of the thing in the beginning in the first seasons. Like everything was you know like more self contained as they right. slowly built the characters. It was and more it, character building. Yeah, and, but but I knew to give it time because it was a Whedon show, and I'm like, oh, he always pays off. I'm sticking around, even if this episode was boring. Something good's coming, yeah. and, it, and it has. And that show's like my favorite yeah. show right now. Yeah, I, I was. I'm glad I came back to it. Maybe it was your, in your recommendation. I'm like, you know, get back into it. Yeah, it's get better back. in the second half. I'm yeah. like, he trudged through, trudged through, and then like, oh, this is this is so good. Yeah, and you're like, okay, now now I get why Brad likes this. Show. Yeah, and there was like, I mean, so many cool things have happened. Like, you know, now that. Colson's got that cool like shield. Thing He's got the arm. He can block bullets. Yeah. What is that? That's amazing. But yeah, so so definitely Agents of Shield is like at the top of my list. I'm still dying to see Westworld once it comes available. I freaked out that one. <laughs> I, I, I don't don't have the channel that it was on, but that's one of the things I need to see because I. Hear oh yeah, you know I tried. To, I start watching the first episode. And I'm like, it's gonna be one of those ones like you've got to like watch. Yeah, it, watch like, and get into. Get into. I'm like, okay, first episode. Because the movie from, I was it from the 70s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like 79 or something like that? I mean, it was it was great. Was it Yul Brenner as great the... Great uh, concept with the weirdest casting in the world because uh, what, what's that one guy? He was in Saturday the 14th um, and some other movies. He was like big for a while, but he was like total dorky guy that you would never cast as a main character in a movie nowadays. Right. Yeah, I don't, oh, know. God. I don't recall. What's his name? Uh, I'll stall for time here. As and as looking at Richard the something... Look up Westworld. Yeah. So, so, the, and you're talking about in the original one or the, yeah, on the, the original uh, one? Yul Brenner is great. Right. Oh, as the as the uh, as the gunslinger as the robot. man in the black hat. Yeah. And, and for a long, long time, they talked about doing a remake of it as a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger being the, the oh, man in the black hat. Oh, that would be bad. But back when he was like still big, though. Right. You know, and you know. still, that would be bad. I mean, because that wasn't he wasn't like big and menacing because he menacing because yes. he was big. He was menacing because he was intense. Yeah. Which Joe Brenner did. F- yeah. Phenomenally. Richard, oh God, what's his name? Something with the B. Richard. Anyway, he was—he's—he's he's just a, a cheeseball actor. It's like having Dom DeLuise as your star or something. I mean, <laughs> that's how—that's how this guy shouldn't have been one of your main characters. I need a new phone. All yeah. right, all right. It's—it's it's only been since August. I already need a new phone. That's why I'm. Anyway. <laughs> Well, we can move on to the other one little topic. Yeah. That so, I what, had. Was, what was the other little topic? As, yeah. as you as you search frantically for uh, Richard Benjamin. Richard That's Benjamin. And yes, he's it cheese is. ball, man. He was like total cheese ball. And the other guy, the main character, wasn't that much better. But it's, it was a oh, classic. Nineteen seventy three. Yeah. I am off tonight. I was off five and six now. Yeah. Six years, man. Woo. But it was but it was a great concept, and the concept was so great that it was then done as Jurassic Park. Michael Crichton wrote and directed the original Westworld. And then years later, when technology got better, or before technology got better, he basically rewrote Westworld, but said, I'm going to do it with dinosaurs this time instead of robots. And if you think about it, Westworld and and Jurassic Park are the same freaking movie. Like, almost identical. 
If you're going to rip yourself off, he sure did a good job. It's true. <laughs> he did a really better job. He goes, you know, this worked before. What if I made them dinosaurs instead of robots? It might be more exciting. <laughs> and it worked. It worked. But anyway, so I can't... Speaking wait. of that, isn't the Jurassic World 2 here coming out? Uh, it should there, be. There, was some, there, were, uh, there were some teasers online I saw. Yeah, that should be coming out pretty soon. And I, know, I haven't seen too much on it yet, but um, yeah, that's, that's coming up too. So anyway, the other day I was I was at home and Kim was asleep with the baby and I was in the other room and the love boat happened to be on. <gasps> oh yes, it's on some random like channel sixteen or something at the bottom. You know, it's like some some weird me TV. I don't know. It's like showing a bunch of old shows and I and I got myself caught up watching the love boat, and I was thinking, oh my god, that bar Isaac's bar, you know that he's in the sure. Pirate Cove. That place is cool. I wish I could go. Onto, you know, I wish I could go to the Pirate's Cove and hang out with Isaac. I mean, how cool would that be to go on the love boat and hang out with Isaac in this pirate-themed, like, lounge bar on the boat? So I thought of, okay, you know, obviously, cheers. What what would be the bars, a TV bar, if you could pick three TV bars from any TV show that you would hang out in? And what would be the character from that bar that you would hang out with? So, it, I, so I'll I, let you answer first, and then I'll so give I did, you. So, you know what, though? It, and, and the problem is I've seen the, the uh, some of the responses on Facebook. I've been off Facebook for a while, but I did happen to see that because okay. I think you tagged me in that one or something, or one of them there. Uh, but I, I, there was a different response because there was another first one I thought of, which I loved uh, the show Three's Company. Yeah. And the, the Regal Beagle. Yeah. But everybody put out, I want to really hang out with Jack Tripper. No, no, no. I want to hang out with Larry. 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 Larry <laughs> got all the tail. Yeah. And that is exactly for cool. some reason. For some reason. Unknown reason with this. What was, it, was, last name? was it Larry Dallas? Is that don't the character's last, last name? name? But uh, he, he was classic. I seriously, that he, was, he was so good. And then, like, you don't hang out with Jack Tripper. He, yeah. he may be, you know, he was goofy, but Larry. But it was kind of like it was the, the Regal Beagle was it was definitely a lot of people said the Regal Beagle. It was one of the main choices. Right. And the cool thing about Regal Beagle, it was kind of like a dive bar, but not a dive bar. It was kind of like a classy dive bar because the tables had like, you know. And, and it, it wasn't in very many episodes. Like it may have been in. No, but it's so well known that like people well, a like cu- leave- a couple, like two or three. In fact, I can remember watching episodes that yeah. were in the Regal Beagle, but. You know what? It's it just left a mark. But it always says that where are you going? I'm going down the re- the beagle. Yeah. You know, and like Even you do exactly. Episode, they would say they're they going say, to the oh, beagle. beagle. Such a great. And it must have been right near the beach because they lived right near the sands. So That's right. must, you know, cool little hangout. You know, you can hang out with Mister Furley. What could be better? <laughs> you know, get some get some tips on women from him too. So the second one I thought was for the I don't know the name of the bar even, but from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, several people mentioned. that Okay, one I didn't too. see that one mentioned. That was like McLaren's the, was the name of the McLaren's, bar. McLaren's exactly. And that was like a cool pub. That was like the the cool hangout for that show. So when people I had forgotten about that one when people mentioned that. I was like, oh yeah, the McLarens would have been a cool place to to hang out with. Of course, yes. mine would be, and I would you, you hang out with Barney, yeah, because that's who yes, you would want to hang. Definitely. out with. Absolutely. you'd be Barney's wingman or whatever. That's, that's right, and you, you suit up, <laughs> and you go to McLarens. You'd suit up, you definitely suit up. <laughs> it's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'd say. And then the uh, the third one, I really didn't. I I can think of one, but um, so I think somebody mentioned a great one it was the uh, from Casablanca, the Rick's Place. Well, that would be from a movie, though. That was from a movie. Yeah, yeah that's true. Because if you're going uh, movies, it's the Star Wars Cantina all the way. And and actually, I'm, I'm a couple guys that uh, I'm friends with a guy on Facebook. I'm Scott Ivansky, who's friends with uh, uh, Cassie Corey. Oh, He's yeah? into Tiki. He went to the Tiki Oasis stuff too. Um, like he, I, I he saw something I posted online. He goes, "Oh, my friend." 
Cassie knows you. She says she knows you or whatever. So I've kind of gotten friends with him on Facebook, and he's one of the guys that runs the uh, five-person Star Wars podcast. So, like, I'm now friends with a couple of the guys from that podcast. It's called The Wretched Hive, and it's pretty cool. They do a good job. And um, so he was, like, one of the first people that answered um, that question. He said, of course, Cheers. Yes. Which would be my first choice because that's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Um, And, you know, saying out with Norm Cliff or Sammy. He said the Regal Beagle, of course. He said Jack and Larry. So he was right on top Larry, okay, there. Larry. But then he threw out the King Kamea Club. King Kamea Club. Oh, from my Magnum gosh. P.I. That hang was with, great. Hang out with Rick, oh. TJ, and, and Magnum. TC. 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 And Magnum. So that that I, when he said that, I'm like, oh, maybe. maybe you know what, though? I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to run into Ice Pick. Yeah. Oh, so that would be. <laughs> <laughs> But I thought that was like another great, another great. That was a great one because it is like an you know you're in Hawaii, you're on the beach, you're hanging out with Magnum PI. Yeah, so that's so when good. I posted like a little Magnum PI in a hammock with like a Mai Tai picture, <laughs> which then of course led to Eric and the Tranya, Eric and Andy and their Tranya joke from Star Trek. Okay, drink the Tranya. It's, it's uh, Clint Howard, Ron Howard's uh, younger brother. You know okay. the guy who's oh, yeah, yes, everything. Yes. Oh yeah. He was basically like a what three year old dressed like in a robe, and he was supposed to be like this intelligent race. That's right. I remember. Yeah, Drink no, the no. Tranya. Eric and Andy always go with that one. Uh, again, I, I still don't like the original. I can't <laughs> believe you're a Trekkie with the, the, the original, like the original series is not is oh. not that great. Oh, so good. <laughs> I take original Trek over the other Treks any day. So you know what? My other one though, which actually you're going right. The next generation. Yeah. In the uh, what's it called nine in, deep space nine no 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 not nope. deep space nine on Enterpr- on the uh, on the uh, enterprise enterprise in ten forward okay ten forward was the bar on but didn't Whoopi hang out in that bar Whoopi well you know, she did I'm eventually not, okay. uh, but I want to play I want to play that game with uh, with the with the vertical chess with but, data. Drinking the uh, drinking the Romulan ale, Romulan ale with with Riker and Data okay. playing that game. That's See, that, that, that that's was a my- great game. That was in the original Trek, and they actually had that game on Big Bang. Sheldon plays that that Star Trek uh, chess or whatever. Called, yeah. But um, but no, no, I cannot hang out in a bar with Whoopi Goldberg. I'm sorry. Which again, she wasn't there. She was only there in the in the, in the final oh, couple I seasons, just, so it's, it's it's okay. Yeah, I don't know. But Ten or, Forward would be my third Scott one. Scott wanted to hang out in Quark's bar, which was from Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Quark's but bar. I don't know would be if okay. I could hang out with the guy at the Big Ears. That guy was. Oh well, they would they, they would try to cheat you anyway. He played so. the um, uh, principal on Buffy for quite a while. The guy had the Big yes, Ears. He did. Was the same character, yes, he same did. actor. Yes, he did. But anyway, I just thought that was a fun topic, and people really got into it, and so I kind of enjoyed that. So, what was your third one? My third one was was uh, the whole thing that started for me was the love boat. I did was watching it because so, I was thinking I love Isaac with his you know in the opening scene where he does the t- the two guns. That's the, one of my shooter McGavin kind of deal. That's yes. one of my poses and like just the stories that Isaac could tell of all the people that have come through the love boat and the fact that it was like a pirate themed nautical bar. You know, it kind of has that tiki vibe. So that kind of worked for me. Okay, but but then but then you know. When the when the Rick's Bar from Magnum came out, I'm like, oh, maybe I think I hang out at Rick's Bar because I'm in Hawaii hanging out with Magnum PI. I bet you get a little bit lucky too. <laughs> you, you might. You might but, get lucky. Get but you might my... run into Ice Pick and that guy. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to run into that no. guy. Yeah, just, just like I don't want to run into Whoopi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, I just thought that was a fun little uh, topic for out there. Well, good. So, by the way, do we have any? Uh, now this is off the cuff here, so okay. forgive. Forgive me if you don't, if it's if it's zero nothing at all that's fine. But Star Wars Land, Disneyland, any, any any news? Any updates? The last time I went there, you know, previously before I'd been going, I'd been taking pictures from the parking lot. You could pretty much see the construction area that's going on, and um, 
for a really long time, it just looked like Tatooine, like like a bunch of sand dunes, right, and dirt. But now progress is coming along. They've announced that it'll be opening in 2019 for sure. Okay. So if you think about it, it's literally right around the corner now. It seems so far away when we were talking about it, like maybe a year and a half ago. But 2019 is coming a lot quicker than than you think. And you're starting. I don't know. It's March 2017. That sounds like two years away still. Two years, but two years. <laughs> we're gonna have two more Star Wars films before before, <laughs> before it comes out. We, we got things to. We got Rebels and two more Star Wars films to to keep uh. us excited until it comes out. But it, it's made progress. You can see like they've actually built like some of the undergrounds of the buildings. There's like a whole building going up, which I think is supposed to be the one where you're basically like battling the uh, First Order troopers. Um, attraction. There's gonna be two main attractions: a Millennium Falcon attraction, and there's like one that's. It's hard to even describe from the little things I've seen on it. Where like you get in a vehicle and then you get out of a vehicle and you get back into a vehicle again. It's almost like you do some. Who knows? It might be like hand-to-hand laser combat. I don't mm. know. I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. I don't know. So you're, but I'll you, be updating you guys constantly. So you mentioned Millennium Falcon, which is original Star Wars. Yes. And First Order, which is but latest latest the episode. Millennium Falcon is also latest episode. Millennium Falcon was well, the Well, true, Awakened. true. It, it, it so bridged all the uh, – Yes. From, like a, from first to uh, to recent yeah. here. But kind of interesting, there's going to be some – Something for every yeah every Star Wars you know movie in there. I mean, I wish they could just build a whole entire you know not just a land. I mean, like a whole entire theme park because I I, be phenomenal. I told you years ago I I had it all planned out in my head before they even announced Disney bought it and we're gonna do all these things. I had a whole theme park in the desert. It was gonna be in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, this is before the Force Awakens. So you know, in the Force Awakens, where there's that down Star Destroyer. Sure. I'd already thought of that in my head before Force Awakens came out because it was going to be the hotel in Vegas. You drive out in the middle of the desert, there would be the Star Destroyer, and the Star Destroyer would be the hotel. So, like, the casino would be up in the front part, and, like, all the rooms would be in the higher part. (laughs) And then I had this whole theme park planned for behind it. So I'm excited for Star Wars Land. It's never going to be what I've already imagined in my head because I've imagined, like, Hoth and, you know... Jabba's Palace that had both a daytime show and a nighttime adult show because it was in Vegas. Nice. <laughs> you know, so when Ula's dancing uh, the late night show, you know, a little more exciting. But c- imagine how cool it would have been to be in Jabba's Palace with a big animatronic Jabba coming out and some funky aliens walking around and bands playing and reenacting like the Bosch, you know, unfreezing of hand scene. They could have done like a whole like show, like a dinner show. In the daytime, it could have been a family dinner show. At nighttime, it could have been like, like medieval Jabba's times for, for Star Wars. Yeah, because you know how Vegas is. It's like, oh, we've got medieval times. You can go down here and see uh, the tournament of horses. And up here, as you're walking out with your children, you can see some girls dancing on some poker tables, <laughs> very inappropriately. <laughs> but your kids shouldn't be seen when they come up the stairs from, from you know. We don't block them. They're there for the looking. Yep. <laughs> it's totally funny because Vegas for a long time went with the. Oh, let's make it more kid friendly. Added which is, which is, which is, which is when like I went with oh, my, no, our, our cool. oldest. I'm like, wow, look at all this cool stuff they've got now. And then they went back. Like, you know what? We're not making any money doing this. But I love go but sleazy. I kind of love it because it's like they. I basically called it the Disneyfication of Vegas. Yeah, it's like they had themed. Oh, here's Paris. Oh, here's here's uh, the Statue of Liberty. Oh, here's a pirate. Um, you know, place. Right. And and here's a castle. So it was like totally like this cool kid's <laughs> paradise. But then then it kind of got naughty again. So now it's like it's got both of my favorite things. I like I like cheesy Vegas and I like Disneyland. So it's like I'm in Disneyland, 
and there's movies around. There's a half naked girl <laughs> and somebody in a dirty Elmo costume. <laughs> a dirty Elmo. Dirty Elmo that's, begging for money. Not be, that should not be something. That Have you seen says. some of the Disney characters hanging around on the strip and, and they're like, it looks like they stole the costumes from like the 1960s Disney characters and then they have not been washed. No. They, they have not returned the costume to wardrobe to get uh, clean. To get laundered? No. Yeah, not at all. Oh, no. I'm not, I've not been there in a long time. It's been oh. ugly. It's ugly, but I like it. <laughs> I like the big hotels and the themes and, and that stuff. I could just, you know, I could go there and not gamble pretty much. No, I, I, I tend not to. Yeah. I, I'll give you my hundred bucks and okay, I'm done. Well, see, so you spend more than I do. I, I lose about 40 and I start getting in a bad mood. Oh, no. <laughs> I, you know, you don't go unless you can, you know, yeah. unless you're ready and yeah. willing to par with it. <laughs> well, good. Well, you know. That was awesome. Yep. So next time we will get into Andy's Bone movie. Tomahawk Bone for next Tomahawk. time. So and then you, maybe um, we'll You know, the thing is, it's not on Netflix for streaming, though, so yeah. it's tough to... Uh, I got it on disc, because, you know, I still do the disc. Yeah. So <laughs> I dissed it. And then um, we'll probably, you know, I'll have a little mouse minute, because I have a little movie called Beauty and the Beast will have been out uh, by the Ooh. next time we do it. And I'm definitely going to go see that with the kids. And from everything I've seen, there was a sneak peek at Disneyland. Like I told you, they always do the, like, the um, right. 3D sneak peeks. And it looked pretty good. It looked like they basically just brought the classic movie to the big screen. And uh, I think it's going to make some money. A few dollars. With Emmer Watson. Yeah. I, did, I wasn't excited about not, her. You know what? It was an interesting choice. Yeah, she, would, she wouldn't have been B- mine, Both though. ways. I would not have picked her. And I, I, I wouldn't have not guessed she would have picked like a Disney yeah. princess character yeah. to do next. But the guy playing Gaston... Looks like he's like pulled it off. Like he's. Oh, he, he, I really haven't seen any. I watched a couple. I guess I watched a trailer a long time yeah. ago, but it didn't have. I don't remember the Gaston. Well, the sneak peek so was literally just like you know the opening scene where she walks through the village and she's singing and everyone's like, oh, oh, there goes Belle. You know, she's mm-hmm. kind of a weird one. Yeah. And then you know Gaston kind of shows up and you know flexes his muscles and so they basically in the sneak peek they show the whole opening first scene. And then it kind of goes into like you know like a little um, like a, a you know a regular trailer, sure. but you get like the whole first song, and just visually, like you know if you thought like Jungle Book or a couple of those movies were stunning, this thing looks like I think they're onto something here with the special effects in the live action uh, Disney movies now. Yeah, because I saw the it's a step up above uh, like the Cinderellas and those movies. So, I mean, Beauty and the Beast got the songs and everything. I saw the you know Broadway esque show yeah. many many years ago yeah. and just loved it oh yeah so much and uh, I thought oh man that's it was really good and then now that we've got that live action yeah, well, with it, the uh, you know because in a, in your theater yeah it's uh, you know your 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 uh, your Cogsworth and your uh, Lumiere there you know they're a guy with a yeah. with, a, with a little foam costume yeah. and, you know he holds his arms up it's got a little light and then he'll flashlight it you know yeah, it's not so this, great you've got um, Ewan McGregor as a candlestick you know <laughs> pretty cool that's gonna be amazing yeah so we can talk about that too so anyway sorry that Andy couldn't make it tonight I think we we you know pounded out a good short little one yes hope you enjoyed it uh, we'll have uh, notes information over at super fantastic terrific. Yep. Com. And I may even do like a little tribute blog um, to uh, Bill Paxson that I can post, you know, the you know podcast on as well. Okay. Like, you know, with some of his better films that we discussed. Yeah. I was almost going to do that beforehand, but then I was like, oh, I'm jumping the gun again. I need to hold on. Yeah. Podcast first. <laughs> podcast first. <laughs> post the blog later. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so, hey, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.